0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jai Jai Sitya Tanya Jaya Nityananda Jai Adrita Chandra Jaya Gaurabhakta Vinna Jai Jai Sitya Tanya Jaya Nityananda Jai Adrita Jaya Gaurabhakta Vinna Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So yesterday, I took up the uh, the topic of uh, association uh, and how important association is, and uh, because association influences our desires and, and also uh, our activities. And, also, and more important, through association, we develop faith. Uh, and uh, I was reading from the, uh, from the teachings that uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave to Sanatana Goswami, in uh, chapter 22 of the Madhya Lila, And there um, it, 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 it stated the importance of association with the devotees. Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Shastra Lobamata, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva The verdict of all revealed scripture is that by even a moment's association with a pure devotee, one can, ten, can attain all success. Madhya 2254. Bhakti Sraddha is confident, firm faith that by rendering transcendental loving service to Krishna, one automatically performs all subsidiary activities. Such faith is favorable to the discharge of devotional service. Madhya 22, uh, 62. A faithful devotee is a truly eligible candidate for the loving service of the Lord. According to one's faith, one is classified as a topmost devotee, an intermediate devotee, or an inferior devotee. Uh, this is Madhya 2264, and then, uh, <clears throat> then it describes the 26 qualities of of a devotee, uh, which especially manifest in the topmost devotees. Kripalu akita droa satchasara sam niyudu savadanyam riddu sucti akinsan sarvapopak. Karak Santa Krishna Kashara Akamani Hastira Vitasatguna Mita Bukha Pramatamad Mani Gambira Karuna Matra Devotees are always merciful, humble, truthful, equal to all, faultless, magnanimous, mild and clean. They are without material possessions. They perform welfare work for everyone. They're peaceful, surrendered to Krishna, and desireless. They're indifferent to material acquisitions and are fixed in devotional service. They completely control the six bad qualities, lust, anger, greed, and so forth. They eat only as much as required, and they're not inebriated. And they uh, are respectful, grave, compassionate, and without false prestige. They're friendly, poetic, Expert and silent. 2280. And uh, and also the verse, the verse, Titiksava Karunika Suridam Sarvadeinam Ajata Shatava Shanta Shadavasadabhusana is quoted. Uh, Devotees are always tolerant, forbearing, and very merciful. They're the well-wisher. Of all living entity, they follow the scriptural injunctions, and because they have no enemies, they're very peaceful. They're the decorations of devotees. So we can see in the <clears throat> in the chapter that uh, from the association of devotees, in describing the uh, the qualities of a devotee, um, we are shifting from association into faith. Uh, so association leads to, to Shraddha, to, to faith. Then Shraddha, the definition of Shraddha is given as Shraddha-sabdhiviswas kahe. Uh, that uh, Shraddha, the saying is biswas. Viswas means faith. And is chai. Uh, the, the firm conviction, Sudridhanis chai. Krishna-bhakti-kora, that performed by performing Krishna-bhakti, Kritahaya, haya all good will come. That is, is the definition of faith given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So in speaking about faith, um, the etymological meaning of the word faith, or sraddha of the word sraddha, is broken down as follows, that srat, comes from the same root as sravana, hearing, and srat then is that what is heard, and da is dharana, uh, which means to hold, to contain, or to retain. So sradha then would mean the retention of what is heard. And obviously uh, this connects Shraddha to uh, to scriptures and to the, the Vedic literature, and in that way, faith will develop. Uh, so this is very nice. Uh, it's very nice to uh, to to appreciate how Shraddha uh, is developing and how how faith. Is is developing by association. Um, <clears throat> in the past, I have spent time on the topic of faith, and I thought about it deeply, and uh, and I taught a number of seminars on it. And in these seminars, um, I offered uh, a particular premise, and that is this: the Vedic literature is has stated that. Ananda-mai-bhyasat, that the living being is by nature pleasure-seeking. So, wherever we think that that pleasure can be found, that is where our faith will go. So, if you think our pleasure is found in money, then our faith will go to money. If you think our it is in power, then we'll get into politics. If you think it is... Uh, or whatever, wherever we think uh, that happiness is found, there we will place our faith, our belief. Um, faith then is is part of every aspect in life. There's no question that uh, faith is 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 uh, is not involved. Uh, for example, a choice of going left or right uh, mostly is not based on knowledge, but mostly is is based on impressions. well uh, we can we can look uh, we see a road, we see a fork, we see uh, there's no sign, it's like uh, left looks. Uh, kind of nice and clean and right looks a little bit more dark and dirty and and we'll go we might go left, right just on that impression although it could change it could change around the, the bend, you know, a little further up that road and they start very nice but it could be that we wind up in a heavy industrial area which is not very nice at all whereas the other side, the right side, which started out not so nice, might just turn out to be very, very nice, a little further down. So, in the same way, uh, one gets married. Um, It's not that before we marry someone, we uh, do a complete check on on the gene pool of that particular family, we are not doing a complete health check on the individual we're not doing a uh, complete uh, psychological profile Um, we're not doing like a uh, a full criminal record and uh, um, and so on you know Uh, a foolproof analysis, the full CV, everything uh, we're not doing um, in this way. Because we are, uh, we're we're not taking such a decision as marriage on, in that way. But there is some, some emotional involvement, some attraction, and we just, uh, and we just give our word for life, to be married to a person who we don't really, really know yet. We'll only get to know when we're really married. Anyway, this is just an example of how faith is part of every element. We faith, we trust. I drive a car, I, I drive at really high speed, and I have full faith that the brakes will work, and that the the tires and the springs are all going to be fine, and that, and I rely on that, and I calculate accordingly at the speed, and I know, you know, like uh, at this speed, this distance, boom, I, 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 I have time to brake, and so on. I'm, I'm trusting, I'm relying constantly um, in everything we do. That is the nature of. And of course, some of that uh, so-called security is false and and may get betrayed because the material energy is like that. Uh, We don't know. There there can be an earthquake. Uh, Actually, right now, I'm in an area where there are uh, really never any earthquakes. uh, But somewhere... In 1648 or, or so, uh, there was an earthquake in this area, uh, uh, totally kind of unexpected and out of uh, not not a huge one, but you know something was there. Well, if you go to country a country like Italy, you can expect uh, earthquakes there. I mean, we saw some big earthquakes or. New Zealand even more so, or in India, I have some experience with uh, with earthquakes. Um, So, we uh, are relying on, in many ways, on circumstances, and we also rely on experience about a place. That experience, we then believe that it will be consistent. Uh, there's never been an earthquake in this area, so it's not reasonable to think that there will be. Well, you know, until it happens. Uh, and so on. Yes. Ah. Um. Hmm. Uh. Anyway, after having been speaking about faith in this kind of very fundamental way, right, saying, by nature, living beings pleasure-seeking, by um, therefore our faith will go where we think pleasure is, and there is both uh, seeking pleasure and there's also avoiding suffering and danger, because padam padam vipadam natesam this material world is dangerous at every step, and therefore, we also are looking for security mm. to make sure that our happiness is guaranteed. And this, uh, and there also, we have to re- we have to have faith. We have, we make arrangements, and then we have faith, and uh, and so on. So I just. Uh, these points I just made to point out that that faith is not particularly uh, bound to religion or uh, exclusively belongs in a realm of religion and that we're just looking at uh, at a way of life based on reason uh, and then you have these people who are adhering to some uh, religious attachment and they are people of faith no my premise is everyone is uh, is based everyone is into faith mm. so then i want to discuss uh something about uh about now faith in the context of uh, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. Mm. Um, The word faith is not, it can be taken from an individual perspective um, and it can be taken from a um, collective, from a community perspective, from, so either faith is the Belief of an individual in uh, in certain uh, conditions and circumstances, in a certain truth, something uh, something they trust in to be true. The uh, or it is a collective group who all share a certain belief and subsequently they are acting into that and then um, that belief may also become institutionalized in the form of uh, of certain codes that uh, support that uh, behavior a whole culture that is drawn from uh, from the beliefs Uh, uh, so all these things we see, we see, first of all, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, particular teachings are part, belong to the greater context of uh, of Vedic culture. Uh, and it deals with, uh, with basic premises that are part of Vedic cultures, such as, uh, samsara, such as the cycle of birth and death. Uh, so as the soul continuously passes in this body, from you from, from, from infancy to youth, to maturity to old age, similarly the time of death, we pass on in another body. So this is Bhagavad Gita, uh, two thirteen. Now the Bhagavad Gita is a summary of Vedic uh, philosophy, and uh, and then with a particular emphasis on bhakti and devotional service to Krishna as the, uh, the essence of all Vedic literature. Vedas tasya sarver aham eva krit vedavid eva Chaham. ham. I am the, the, uh, the knower of Vedas, I am the purpose of the Vedas, and uh, the objective of all the Vedas. So that's Krishna. So in this way we are um, putting our, our uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement, therefore is founded on the, on the teachings of the Bhagavad Gita which give us a summary of Vedic literature and which put Krishna as the ultimate worshipable uh, Supreme Lord and the ultimate objective of life. So then in the, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, we see uh, that bhakti or devotional service to Krishna, which is also established in the Bhagavad Gita, is elaborated upon. And is elaborated on in various ways. It is uh, in, in philosophical descriptions and explaining the qualities of bhakti, and in many examples of many great personalities, uh, the 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 mahajans yes. uh, So there is. Lord Brahma, Swayambhu, the self-born, uh, Narada, and Shambhu, Lord Shiva. Then there is uh, Kumara, Kapilo, Manu. Uh, there is the, uh, the four Kumaras, Kapila, the, uh, the Manu, Swayambhu, Manu. Then there is Pralado, Janako, Bhismo. There's Prahlad, there's Janak Maharaj, there's Pishma. Uh, there's Bali Maharaj, Valir, Vyasaki, that is Sukadev Goswami, right? Vayam. Um, so all these personalities are, are mentioned as as uh, as Mahajans, and mostly they are making up, Janak Maharaj is not mentioned there, but all the others are making up uh well, their lives and preaching and activities and realizations are, uh, are a good portion of the, the Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, and, uh, and that is uh, really, really nice. The mm. devotees are having kirtan outside, which is also very nice. Um, I'm in Radyash at the moment, and they're doing Harinam on the grounds, uh, just to keep the the spirits going, which is is nice. Um, So, so, from bhagavad-gita we're seeing how it is recommended that a a sadhaka a devotee who in practice is trying to cultivate uh, his bhakti and in it is strengthening his uh, his faith and uh, is growing then and pure devotional service and transcendental consciousness is also described So it's all there in Bhagavad Gita, Um, and different types of faith are described, also mundane according to the three modes of material nature. But then another level, uh, in Srimad Bhagavatam, we're seeing a lot of emphasis on transcendental faith, transcendental personalities. Like Prahlad Maharaj is very, very transcendental, uh, although he is under threat of death. He is not at all disturbed by it. He is protected by the Supreme Lord, but he's also in his consciousness uh, fearless. So he's transcendental. Vishvadev is lying on a bed of arrows facing death, and he's transcendental. He's not affected. Kunti Devi is speaking along with the Pandavas, and she is like, uh, totally oblivious to all the difficulties that are happening and just transcendental and remaining fixed on the Supreme Lord. So this is what we see in all these Mahajans, that whatever the circumstances are, they remain fixed in the Supreme Lord. This quality of being very, very fixed in the Supreme Lord is also found in the associates of Sita Mahaprabhu in the... Uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita. And the associates of Mahaprabhu are just like fully uh, aloof to the material circumstances and they are just absorbed, absorbed in glorifying Krishna, in Harinam Sankirtan, eh? which is the uh, Condition today, we are speaking about Vallabhabhattu uh, who wanted to discuss with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu about a commentary on Bhagavatam, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, "I'm not very qualified to understand the Bhagavatam." He said, "I'm simply chanting the holy name. Uh, I'm simply absorbed in chanting the holy name." So the devotees, of course. The devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are discussing the Bhagavatam. They are chanting the holy name. Uh, They reside in Vrindavan. They worship the deity with great faith and they associate with the devotees. And these five are the Ispanjanga Bhakti mentioned in the the Chaitanya Charitamrita and in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Then it says in Chaitanya Charitamrita, if the, even if these five right, are performed on, only a little bit, one can very quickly attain love of God. Um, and this is, oh, this is quoted from uh, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. But then the next point is, even if they are performed without any faith, uh, they'll still, uh, still act, and one still will be successful. Yes, it will lead to faith. So it's very potent. So faith grows from, from these five, and from, in general, from practicing bhakti, which is, is also described in 64 limbs. But these five especially are the core of the activities of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. And, and, and that will bring about faith. Then we got the description of Sradhavan Janahai uh, Bhakti Adhikari, uh, that the, according to one's shrada, according to one's face, one is uh, placed in a particular category, either as Kanista Madhyam or Uttam. So Kanista, one with weak face, one who is, is uh, Prakritabhakta, who has... Uh, attachment and faith in material uh, happiness, and yet is practicing Krishna consciousness is in between two worlds, the Madhyam Adhikari, who is very fixed on the Supreme Lord and who is fixed on, on the process and who is becoming more and more absorbed day by day and his attachment to Krishna is growing day by day the Uttama Adhikari who lives deep in his attachment to Krishna, who lives deep in the relationship with Krishna, and therefore is always communicating from that uh, platform with Krishna. Mm. So that is uh, uh, in short. so the uh, devotees of lord chaitanya in general are all great uttamadikari devotees and, and not there are other personalities in the chaitanya charitamrita but the associates of chaitanya mahaprabhu are all great uttamadikaris and and they and they have full faith like said so acharya was receiving all the devotees in his house and there was prasadam and kirtan and uh, and then it said, Advaita Acharya worshiped the Lord with great faith and with great love. And, um, and every day he organized a festival, a festival for the Lord. So that is, uh, that is really, um, we have this faith. Um, in the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in the happiness that comes from Shichitanya Mahaprabhu. (coughs) And such faith is... uh, hmm. The faith of the Uttama Adhikari is is all about... uh, It's about love, right? It's like appreciating that uh, Krishna is... Is not only the source of everything, but that Krishna is the purpose of everything, and that Krishna as the purpose of everything is uh, is the most amazing thing. Because here is wonderful Krishna, who has, who is a sentient being, who has a heart, and who is just greatly. Entering into a deep loving exchange with his devotees, huh? just like it says, a devotee, a devotee doesn't want anything in exchange for his his service, huh? hmm? and that's not completely true. One minute. Not com- oh, not completely true, huh? Uh, Because what a devotee really wants is a glimmer, a glimmer of recognition in Krishna's eyes from when an offering is made to Krishna, that Krishna just, a glimmer in his eyes of, that was wonderful. A glimmer of appreciation, a glimmer of love, of Krishna actually loving the service done that is the perfection that is a devotee's dream that is a devotee's ultimate desire that krishna uh, that krishna will reciprocate with whatever is offered in love with great appreciation and then right that increases the happiness of the devotee many many fold and then one can fly, and then one can do so much more for Krishna, and of course that reciprocation then will also only increase. Uh, so in this way, uh, in in the case of the uttama dikari, faith and and love go very much hand in hand. It's really an expression of love, and it's like and. Uh, and just turning to Krishna, and offering to Krishna, and Krishna just becomes everything. Uh, he becomes everything, just like there's the verse: "Bahunu jaminamante kyanvamam sarvamiti samahatmasadurlepa." In the Bhagavad Gita, it says, after many, many births, one comes to the point where one realizes Vasudev sarvamiti that krishna is everything now that can be on the Kanista level where one comes to the conclusion krishna is the supreme personality of godhead instead of so many others ideas it can be on the madhyam level where one is realizing krishna is uh, is just the uh, the only real goal in my life oh and and all my activities are just dedicated to Krishna and for Krishna's purpose, and uh, I have no other interest, madhyam. And it can be uttam, where it is just uh, just love, just, 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 uh, I just, just love to serve Krishna, serve Krishna with great love, and and just hankering for his, Association hankering for a drop of his mercy uh, in all of these three. Uh, so that that element of, of, of mercy is there, faith and mercy. It is faith in the mercy of Krishna, faith in his nature. Um, Bhakti uh, Pramod Puri Maharaj and Godiamat wrote a book called uh, the heart of krishna and uh, that's really uh, our meditation we meditate on the heart of krishna i'll quickly look for that book um, since i have it in my library Uh uh-huh okay, the spelling of Krishna. So, uh, and in there, Okay, let's read it. Krishna Lila is the cream of all nectar. Only the confidence of Sri Radha and Krishna and the eternally perfect souls can enter there. How then should we conceive Sri Chaitanya Lila? The pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are an infinite reservoir from which thousands of streams of the nectar of Krishna Lila are flowing in all directions inundating undating everyone everywhere, made a swan of of my mind, swim there eternally, and dive deep into its infinite waves of nectar. Mm. So that is uh, on page forty of uh, of the book. So. It's very, very, very wonderful. Uh, uh, thousands of streams of the of the nectar of krishna Leela. Yes. Um, so that is Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is Krishna, but at the same time he's Krishna in the form of a devotee, so he's always pointing to Krishna. The object of his meditation and his preoccupation Is always Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is constantly uh, involved with Krishna, chanting Krishna's name, hearing about Krishna, and so on, meditating on Krishna. So in this way, uh, the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are an infinite reservoir from which thousands of streams of the nectar of Krishna Lila are flowing in all directions, inundating everyone, everywhere, made a swan of my mind swim there eternally and dive deep into its infinite waves of nectar. Hmm. And then something here. Srila Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur writes, Krishna and are their names, and their names are them. To consider Krishna as subordinate or inferior to Goranga is ignorance. But the fact is, Goranga and are especially helpful to the fallen souls. The more the jiva becomes fallen, the more merciful becomes the Lord. Goranga and are the ultimate manifestation of divine kindness. Access to Krishna Lila is limited to the highest liberated souls. Mahaprabhu, Nichananda, Prabhu have stolen the madhura of Vrindavan, and are distributing it freely to the most unqualified souls. The nectarian current flowing from the lotus feet of Gauranga and Nichananda carries those souls to the sanctuary of Krishna's lotus feet. Worship of Gauranga does not include the worship of Krishna. Neither is it inferior to the worship of Sri Radha and Krishna. The kind of so-called devotion is fictitious and is devoid of even a drop of the divine nectar of Krishna Prem. Mahaprabhu never tolerated Vaishnava Parat. Ramachandra Puri, Devananda Pandit and others are vivid examples of this truth. Even Mother Satchi had to beg forgiveness from Advaita Acharya before the Lord would bless her with Prem. Only when one sincerely approaches the offended Vaishnava and beg forgiveness will he be forgiven. The offenses disappear. Otherwise the consequences are fatal. As long as the heart is covered by offenses, it's impregnable. Bhakti Vinod Thakur sings, offenses have made my heart as hard as steel and as cruel as thunderbolts. O oh Lord, even your holy name has no effect. I feel hopeless and helpless, so I loudly cry your holy name. He prays to Sigur and Nittai. I'm the most fallen and you are oceans of mercy. Please save me. This is the critical difference between Krishna Lila and Chaitanya Lila. Sri Krishna Kaviraj concludes the Madhya Lila of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita with this secret revelation krishna lila amrita sara tatra sata sata Dala dasa dike bahe jato hayata si Te lila haya saru varakshai manahamsa charah tahate si madhya lila 5 271 krishna lila is the cream of all nectar only the confidence of sri radha and krishna and the eternal perfect souls can enter there so how then should we conceive of the Chaitanya Lila? The pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are an infinite reservoir from which thousands of streams of the nectar of Krishna Lila are flowing in all directions, inundating everyone, everywhere. May the swan of my mind swim there eternally and dive into its infinite waves of nectar. Mhm. So that was from Sisi Madhya Leela 5 271 um, and that we, we read that before and and then here we're getting uh, the next Tatidam atirahasyam gore lealam rittam yet Samudia koler nadritam tair alabyam ksatir yam iha kame svadit Tam yat samantat su su Lila 25 to is deeply mysterious and confidential. It is this, it is the secret to devotion and love of Krishna. Those who are envious of Krishna and his devotees are like animals, unable to taste this nature. But I do not lament having described Mahaprabhu's Lila because nothing is lost. Rather, something is gained because those devotees who are pure of heart expand the lila by tasting and relishing it again and again. Mm. So here, that that now we're seeing uh, the pastimes of Krishna, and of course the pastimes of Krishna, the pastimes of Chaitanya. Huh. These pastimes are uh, are just. Again and again, uh, again and again, we hear, we discuss, we enter. And uh, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes, uh, we're seeing these, these, this this absorption in, uh, in Krishna and in the uh, streams of about Krishna's pastimes. And we see also uh, the direct pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, either his absorption in, in Krishna's pastimes or we see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu just flooding the, uh, the conditioned souls with mercy somehow or other, um, somehow or other connecting them with, uh, with Krishna, or sometimes mercy uh, from him directly, or mercy through his devotees, mercy to his places. Uh, but the devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are especially concerned with expanding the mercy uh, to all kinds of uh, personalities. So that is very, uh, very wonderful. And, uh, yeah, here in, uh, it says, quoting from Bhagavatam, If by vibrating the holy name of Krishna, our hairs do not stand on end, our eyes do not flood with tears, and there is not a volcanic eruption of ecstasy in our bodies. Our hearts must be covered in steel. What can be done? The heart becomes covered in steel. That means that our faith becomes destroyed. So offenses are affecting our faith. And, And then as our faith is diminished, then our capacity to, to give ourselves diminishes. So when we are, when we are, uh, yeah, when we are becoming influenced. Uh, when we're becoming influenced by disrespecting the Vaishnavas, disrespecting the holy name, disrespecting the paraphernalia related to the Lord. And in this way, when we become involved in an attitude of disrespect, then um, there can be disrespect, of a a Vaishnava uh, means that we must treat the Vaishnava in a respectful way. We may disagree with the Vaishnava, uh, but we will. and, And that is not disrespectful if we disagree, but we present it in a respectful way. And in that way, there will be no offense involved. Uh, but if, if there is offense involved, then what happens is that it will diminish our faith and with it our ability to, uh, to, to really uh, go forward in, in surrendering. Uh, we start to hold back. And Srila uh, Bhakti Vinod explains how one can become denoted then from, to a lower level, a lower level, how a madhyam could become again a kanista adhikari, right? Or one from firm faith, one could go again to weaker faith. So therefore, uh, this this can happen. And even an advanced devotee could, could uh, from, from, Bhava could become affected and fall down as we saw Bharat Maharaj who had attained Bhava somehow or other fell down but uh, by neglect of his uh, of his practices <laughs> <laughs> excuse me yes so that is, uh, is there so faith is also uh, offenses are to be avoided that is there uh, but we glorify the Vaishnavas and we are uh, remembering their, uh, their glories. But in the Krishna Bhajanamrita, Rita, it is pointed out uh, from Narahari Shakar, it is pointed out that if, uh, if a Vaishnava is acting in a way that is not appropriate, then in a respectful way we We bring it up hmm. yeah uh, Anyway, so I'm interested particularly in in faith, which grows to the Utama adikari platform, which grows to the 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 stage of love. And when it is growing to the stage of love, it's like, it's it's simply uh, there's nothing else of interest anymore. Um, it's it's like the faith of the devotee is just it's just about Krishna. What else? What else could it be about? About and Krishna is everything. Just name it. The ultimate, uh, the ultimate limit of all beauty is found in Krishna the ultimate uh, knowledge is found in krishna the ultimate strength is found in krishna the ultimate compassion is found in krishna the um, ultimate the ultimate yoga is found in krishna the ultimate uh, artistic expression is there in Krishna? So really Krishna is the ultimate of everything. Right? And therefore, whatever we are attracted to, we find that same thing that we are attracted to in its ultimate manifestation in Krishna. Yes? if we like beauty, then it exists in its ultimate. If we in Krishna, if we like art, it exists in, it, in its ultimate, in Krishna. Um, and Krishna's devotee is with Krishna. Mm. So, um, this topic of, uh, of faith is, uh, so for the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it's just their preoccupation, Krishna. And uh, and we see it, it, it's, the day is too short. They want the night as well. Uh, we're seeing that Vaas worships in the day and chants at night. The same is said about Advaita Acharya, discussing of philosophy, Bhagavad Gita in the day. At night, yes, we see that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not sleeping. He is in Jagannath Puri and he is just day and night, day and night, speaking about Krishna, exploring Krishna's qualities, reciting verses about Krishna, uh, listening to songs about Krishna or poetry about Krishna and, and his love for Radharani. It is just complete absorption. We've seen the Acharyas, they are just entering deep, deep into the into the Bhagavatam, deep into the scriptures, deeply penetrating. And we see how deeply the Bhagavatam is affecting them. They uh, Bhagavatam, just yesterday, uh, somewhere for a moment, I saw some clip or a message saying, that Bhagavatam is the uh, is 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 like the medicine, uh. and yes, it it is it, it can be can be seen like that, but then we see that Bhagavatam uh, tu vikrame Pade That ultimately Bhagavatam is just relishable, and the acharyas are just taking it like that. They're just entering into the Bhagavatam and discussing the Bhagavatam, and it is just uh, just wonderful, huh? just just wonderful for them uh, to just hear more and more Bhagavatam, and they are deeply entering into the Bhagavatam. Mm. Um, when I was in, uh, in, uh, in Durban then, uh, Bhakti Chaitanya Maharaj raised a point how uh, Baladevijyabhusan was in Radha at one point and then they asked him to write a commentary on the Gita and, 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 uh, and initially he was uh, reluctant because he felt that he wanted to uh, uh, associate more with the, the, the pastimes of Krishna and Vindavan but then he carried on, and uh, and then it said he was like entering, like in a small boat, uh, on the by the will of the Vaishnava. He did it anyway. Went uh, went like uh, on a small boat onto the waves of the Bhagavad Gita. But then at one point, these waves they just submerged this little boat, and he just entered deep into the ocean of the Bhagavad Gita. And it became more and more wonderful, and more and more ecstatic, right? And uh, and through it, right, he just fully appreciated the depth of Krishna. So whether Jiva Goswami is writing about the Gopal Champu, where he is like entering in into the mood of Vrindavan, and he is just particular. Uh, he is also the book is also taking place in Kurukshetra, and we see the contrast between Mathura and Vrindavan very much in the or Dwarka and Vrindavan. We see very much that that contrast, we see the contrast between Vasudev and Nanda Maharaj, and we're seeing how Nanda Maharaj is unconditionally uh, attached to Krishna. And one example is there's this. Uh, ceremony going on to perform a yagya to counteract the uh, inauspiciousness of the eclipse that was happening at the time in Kuruksetra. and and uh, vasudeva is or has called for the sacrifice the brahmanas they need him now to perform a function to ward off the inauspiciousness and as vasudeva leaves Nandamara says where's the question of inauspiciousness when krishna and balaram are personally present So, again, the deeper faith of the residents of Vindavan, it comes out again and again in many examples in the Gopal Champu, and that is the uh, tension in the book. It it follows the 10th canto of Bhagavatam, and the tension is about the difference between Mathura and, and Vindavan, and it's just wonderful. And we can equally see uh, when Jiva Goswami is describing tattva in the satsang dharvas, that he e- equally goes very deep in this way. That is uh, it's all relating to his faith. So because of their faith, they see the mercy of Krishna, the love of Krishna <clears throat> in all the arrangements that exist. And whether it is the material world, or whether it is is the spiritual world, whether they are the pastimes of Krishna, uh, which are performed directly, or whether we see Krishna's indirect arrangements present in the material energy. Everywhere, everywhere, the uttama Adhikari sees the love of Krishna. All throughout, he sees loving Krishna, and therefore, Uh, he is fully reliant on that love and reciprocating with it, with love himself, and therefore making many loving offerings to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And this, uh, this is bhakti. This is what it is. This is the ocean of nectar. This is where the streams of nectar are flowing in all directions. And this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And this is Chaitanya Charitamrita. And these are the associates of Lord Chaitanya. And this is what we are striving for. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada. Kijaya. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Kijaya.